I think there's a real sense uh, in our lives that we look for security and we want to know that we're going to be taken care of, right? It's a, it's a common human thing where, especially in our country, we sort of have this idea of like saving up for the future. And when we have a surplus in resources, it's natural for us to try to put those things aside so that when we're in a time of scarcity, we'll have what we need. But Jesus seems to be indicating that we shouldn't be overly focused on worldly security. Indeed, it is almost as if he's saying our awareness of our own need, our awareness that, the, that we do not have enough, or that we might not have enough, will keep us focusing on the right things. When we are, have an excess of possessions or goods, we can fall into this illusion that we don't need God, that we that our wealth will protect us, that our, our, our money will help us to get through misfortune. Jesus says that our ultimate concern should be about becoming rich and what matters to God. So, in our materially minded world, there can be a sense of security which we tend to place on having these material goods. But the scriptures are telling us that this sense of security is deceptive. The preacher in the first reading uh, calls us and calls it vanity to look for ultimate rest in material things, things of this earth. Even if we are incredibly successful in a worldly sense, we are not protected from uh, our, our need for God. In the end, the material wealth that anyone has and can attain in this life will not lead to eternal security. We cannot buy heaven. So we don't keep... Uh, we don't keep any material wealth with us as we move from this life to eternal life. What does it mean to be rich then and what matters to God? Jesus indicates that we should be rewarded when we do the will of God. Being detached from our earthly goods is something that can help, uh, help us strive for that. Detachment can help us strive for eternal life. We demonstrate this detachment when we are not controlled by greed. Right? So greed says that there's never enough. No matter how much I have, no matter how much over surplus I have, I'm always looking for a way to increase my wealth. And it keeps us from loving people, and instead we love things, and we will sacrifice people and even our relationship with God to try to accumulate things in our life and to protect those things. So greed keeps us from being generous. Sometimes the most generous person is not the person who can give the most, but it's oftentimes the person who has this detachment from earthly goods. They are able to give freely from their goods, from what they have, even though they may not have as much as others to give. This generosity is a fruit of their detachment from earthly things. We do tend to look for this status or assurance or happiness through material things. No matter how well we do in terms of earthly success, we have to come to grips with the fact that we can't take any of this wealth with us. Worldly success does not equate to eternal life being granted. This wealth must pass to others, as again we heard in the first reading, the preacher laments. Maybe it's because he's worked so hard himself, and so he's lamenting that whoever receives this wealth is not going to take care of it like I did. Or maybe there's a sense of 
they're not being aware of how hard it is to accumulate wealth and to attain it. Regardless of his fears, he can't take it with him, right? So it's, it's, a, it's a reminder to all of us that when we die, so passes all of our wealth. Jesus indicates that the material success can become a distraction from what really matters, from what really is meant for us to pay attention to in this life. We can become overly focused on gathering and accumulating earthly things. They are a, a good, right? So to have resources is a good thing. If we use them well, and if we are not deta- if we have that detachment, we're not attached to them. But be- because so often we become focused on attaining them, they can be a challenge. And so Jesus warns us against this. The idea that I've got to get some extra barns made because I got so much extra stuff, this shows that there's a real disorder or this idea of needing to control and preserve all my stuff. I have to become focused on taking care of these things and instead of really paying attention to what is God asking of me, I get so focused in on gathering and protecting and hoarding stuff. Now, instead of using the goods which we are ultimately given as a gift by God for good, instead of using them for the service of God's will, I can begin to see them as my goods, my stuff, my wealth that needs to be stockpiled and protected and saved for later. And when we begin to live that way, we are controlled by our, our stuff. And that's not a good thing. That's what the Lord is warning us against. So Jesus warns us not to be consumed by our quest for earthly things, He gives us this simple parable to remind us that our life shouldn't be about possessions. Our possessions can be used for good, they can be used to accomplish God's will, can be used to help others, but we have to be careful. Otherwise our stuff can begin to own us. Instead of our life should be on pursuing holiness, investing in our relationship with God. It is possible to use wealth and possessions for good, But it requires that we have that detachment from these goods. Many people find this detachment difficult. And so the Lord encourages us to be careful about this. This is why tithing, giving our goods, giving 10% of our our income or our goods to the church or to other causes is a helpful thing. It counteracts this tendency to hold on to or find security in my wealth. It counteracts that. It's also good for us to assist others uh, who are in need, the poor, right? People who don't maybe deserve help or don't deserve my wealth or who are not, uh, that I'm, I'm not, they're not doing anything to get help, but by seeing their need and saying, I can help, I have the ability to help and I'm going to help. That again, that generous heart is a safeguard against that grief that we can be pinned down by sometimes. So when we give to others in that way, when we're generous, uh, when we're generous with the church, with uh, the poor, even with maybe family or friends who are in need, it helps us to cultivate that generous heart and that gratitude for what God has given to us. When we remain aware of our own need and that all we have is a gift, it can keep us from becoming self-reliant. It's good to have this safeguard against the pitfalls that come from being too focused on our needs. 
our, our wealth. So greed and selfishness and self-reliance, all of these are a form of being focused on possessions. And when we die, we can only have what we have given away. So that's the only thing we take with us. So it's by our generosity that we will become rich in the matters of God. It is by our selflessness and our concern for the needs of others that we can become enriched in heaven. If we want to become astute in the ways of heaven, we need to strive to practice that here and now. By living with our focus on pleasing God, we will ultimately be rich in the matters of God. So today as we reflect on these scriptures, let's ponder where the Lord is inviting us to be generous. Where is he inviting us to be detached? Where is it in my life that I find myself being controlled by things? And let's pray for the grace to be set free to live in a way that pleases God, not only today but in the future, so that we may attain eternal life and not be controlled by our things.